The following was recorded in front of a live studio audience at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. This is the United Podcast Network. Hey everybody, this is The Ashholes. Each week, they smoke a different cigar, sometimes the same cigar, but mostly different, and they give their honest impression. They always assign an official Ashholes rating to that cigar. So, pull up a chair, light up, relax, be an Ashhole too. It's very rewarding. And welcome back to The Assholes, broadcasting live from the Jose Dominguez Cigar Studio. I'm Aaron. I'm joined once again with Mike and Ed. What's going on, guys? Good to be back. We're going to smoke a cigar. Yes, we are. Uh, We're smoking a Cuban cigar today. Oh. Whoa. Yes. Oh, so I know what kind of tobacco's in it. We're smoking the cigar that more people come in and ask, hey, do you sell Cubans and, you know, anything else? Mostly new guys. Um to kind of take the mystique off of smoking Cubans today. Um, mm-hmm. I brought these in for my personal humidor. They're one of my go-tos. Mm-hmm. We're smoking uh, Hoyo de Monterey Petit Robusto. Um, these, are, these are real. And I, ha- and I have to know? say. Right. I, I did all the checking. Yeah. And that's something to mention because whenever they, you're smoking a Cuban, there. you always have to ask, is it real? Where'd you get it? Yeah. You know? And this, if I go downstairs, and I always go to it, but if I pick up a Padron or a Romacraft... I'm not really worried where it's from. Yeah. But these are real. You can taste it right off the bat. You get yeah. that. Um, I don't know how to describe it. It, it tastes like laundry to me a little yep. bit. Uh, you the, know? That's how I always think of uh, Cubans. kind of yeah. like a soap kind of flavor. Not, mm-hmm. not necessarily bad. Um, Man. But just has that kind of distinct floral yes. uh, sharpness to yes. it. I mean, I think that's a good point. It's a very distinct flavor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, there's plenty of other cigars around the world that are great. Mm-hmm. Nothing has quite the same flavor. Now, it doesn't make them better. It makes them different. And, you know, it's a flavor I enjoy. Yeah. But, uh, you know, all these people who think, oh, I can't wait to get Cubans, you might not like them. Yeah. My take is that it would be, and I, I think it would be the worst thing for the Cuban cigars as a successful brand for them to, like, you know, be available in the United States. Right now, yeah. Because the people who finally try them, the mystique will be gone. Yeah. Like, it'll it's be, not the forbidden fruit anymore. It'll last, like, a year before people are coming in and trying it out, and then they'll just, the price will, well, it'll bottom out. Right. Nobody will be looking for it. Well, the, the problem is, and, and think about, like, a casual cigar smoker walks in here. If I give him a cigar that doesn't draw, if I give him a yeah. cigar that's under-fermented and, and just tastes kind of like grass he's gonna walk out of here he'll never come back in here you lost him as a customer and you know you hear the cuban people saying well yeah you always get a few in every box yeah. that don't have a good <laughs> that's not right it's yeah it's here, not like, right no my two in a box and you're outraged <laughs> i don't want this to turn into like a bashing no um, habano session and but hey. I, I love i love the flavor that like like ed said it's it's a unique flavor you can't get anywhere else and, I've, I've and that's smoked. that's part of the reason it's like well you can't get it anywhere else yeah. and so that i've smoked about control let's say many thousands of cuban cigars over the years mm-hmm. although i have not smoked many since early 2000s mm-hmm. yeah and you know the big change for me is when they uh, had the mold problems and had oh, to, yeah. you know, go to that Habano 2000 wrapper, mm-hmm. which if you remember it, it didn't actually burn, <laughs> you know, <laughs> well, it had a bad flavor and it didn't burn well. And I don't know if that was from the fermentation or the aging, but you're right, it would bubble up. It and, just yeah. didn't, and it 
The flavor was not good, too. These are from like 2003, I believe, um, right. if I remember, because um, that's an important thing, too. Like you, anything you buy downstairs, and I hate to keep harping on this mm -hmm. theme, but anything you buy downstairs, you can pick up and you can go home and smoke it. And it's like at the optimum. It might get better, but it, it's it's damn good. Yeah. They, I feel like why I couldn't really get into collecting Cubans is it was just too much you needed to know. Yep. And there's, you there's know, a, it's a gamble. <laughs> right. And, and, and they expect you, well, I don't know if they expect you, but I believe they expect you to age them yourself, to grab a box and wait a couple of years before the ammonia escapes. And, and to me, mm. to sell a product that's not ready to well, smoke yeah, right I, away. I know part some other of it brands is, that do it, that too, but yeah, I'm not going to name names. They need so. the cash. Yeah. You know, so when they and when it, they have cigars to sell, they're going to sell them. And inventory is expensive. Holding on to yep. it? Forget so it. Here's, here's a couple issues, too. You're right. Like, the global demand for Cubans is huge. Um, and, you know, even though that they're um, illegal here or they, you know, recently illegal to bring them back, one of the number one markets is the United States. Um you know, whether it's people abroad bringing them back in or, or whatever. Well, I mean, part of it is just that we have more cigar smokers. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And, and the thing with them is they're a small island. They're, it's a fixed location. They can only grow so much tobacco. Yep. So when they've gotten to the point now. Bad weather one year, it affects them all. Exactly. <laughs> um, it, it got to the point that they just need, a, you know, probably to take a couple of years off of production, allow some tobacco to age, and then come back with full force. But that's not going to happen. Well, yeah. and... I, I haven't been to Cuba in a long time. Mm. I think they've modernized somewhat. But mm -hmm. when I went, just the state of the factories was yeah. decrepit. No drama. I went justice. to the Partagas factory. It yeah. was. Yeah, ooh. everybody said that that went there. And, and you know what the kind of funny part is? And I read it in an article. I, I can't rem remember where. But it, the irony is that the one thing Habanos as a cigar company is really, really, really good at is marketing in their socialist country. So it's like they, they their marketing is amazing. They've convinced um, people. I mean, there, there are good fresh cigars, but they've convinced people that you should be able to you know buy them and then have to wait a couple of years before they're right. optimum. Mm. And it's, it's part of the club, right? Yeah. <laughs> so what what down there? You know, any cigar um, like three years of age is is no problem. Like right. the tobacco probably has three years of age. Some of the better ones, the age goes up. Three years is considered a reserva. Okay, mm -hmm. so that, that that's going to carry a tax on that. You know, mm -hmm. so they're going to yeah. be you know paying more. Five years of age, which you can find in many different cigars downstairs, is a grand reserva. So to buy actual, like, normally aged tobacco in a cigar, you're going to have to pay a premium. They differentiate it from the, the current regular production. I, I don't like that. So there's a couple of things right off the bat that I'm not a fan of. Yeah, and the reality with Cuban cigars, I mean, when I smoked them in the 90s, mm. They seemed like relatively strong cigars mm -hmm. because they were yeah. mm. in the 90s. But now, but now everything, right. everything has really jacked it up. So I think a lot of people would be surprised. Like This is the low end of medium, if that. Yeah. You know, and that doesn't make it bad. It's a very flavorful cigar. Right. But the other thing that I find missing in Cubans is complexity. Mm. Yes. Mm -hmm. You just, single, without, yeah, single, single source. It's good. It's really, really good. The flavor is really yeah. good. If right. you like the flavor, sure. mm -hmm. you're going to enjoy the cigar. Yeah. But 
what you get at the beginning is pretty much what you're going to get. The thing that I, I thought was really interesting, I was having this conversation with a, with a buddy of mine and I was comparing it to the marijuana industry. All right. So if you compare it to, you know, way back in the day, all you would get is the same kind of tobacco, uh, marijuana. Mm-hmm. Nowadays with the science, it's gone so much above and beyond that you get different strains. It's kind of like what Nicaragua, Honduras, Dominican Republic, all of the, um, you know, science they've put behind cultivating tobacco up until this point. Mm-hmm. And Cuba's just been there. They've been yeah. the same. Yep. Doing the same doing thing. The same thing no doing, you not, they don't cut the flower off the top of the plants. Jonathan was telling me the story. Because yeah. it doesn't matter to them to take the, that little extra step. They're going to be the same no matter what mm-hmm. income-wise. Do what do. The other thing I've noticed, you know, from 90s to today is there used to be a lot more distinction between the brands in terms of strength sure. and flavor. It's become much more homogenous now. Mm-hmm. In uh, You know, uh, it's for example, the thing I smoked the most of were Partagas shorts. Yeah, and I like the small ones. I used to buy them in uh, cabinets of 50, and I would say I must have bought hundreds of those mm-hmm. cabinets of 50, and then just all of a sudden one day, they didn't have the oomph they had anymore. Mm-hmm. They didn't have the same flavor anymore, and that was about the time I gave up. Yeah. Huh. How did you used to cut those cigars? You know, straight cut, um, segue. Let me see. Well, I mean, I would say <laughs> not segue if you call nine, it segue. Well, when you call attention to it, it kind of ruins uh, it. Yeah. But, uh, I thought it was kind of funny. Yeah. It I laugh. No, no. I do think but it's a straight I, I'd cut. say 98% straight of, cut. of what I cut is a straight cut. Hey, Excellent. why don't we do our top five? Sounds good. <laughs> you want to do that right yeah, now? Yeah, because, uh, you know, there's different ways to cut cigars. <laughs> Today's top five is brought to you by Five Five Cigars. Choose from the mild white label, the medium strength red label, or the full bodied and full flavor blue label. Series Five Five has it all. Five Five equals the perfect 10, and that's what you get every time. The only thing better than a Five Five cigar is two of them, so you can share with a friend. And now, here's today's top five list. So, today's top five list comes to us and it's uh you know you know a little little hot there right um it's there's different ways there's different ways to cut a cigar it's the most important thing you've got to do i mean if it has a cap on it you're not going to get any smoke unless you cut the thing so there's five ways um the top five ways to to get that done all right now before you get into yep. it, did you go to like the old school old guy that takes his wooden match and just pokes a hole in the wrapper? Ooh, no. See, that would be like number six or yeah, seven. Yeah. I mean, that's pretty low. You don't see it much anymore, <laughs> but there are some guys that's the only way they do it. Yeah. I mean, it would have to be something that doesn't have, uh, you know, it has a really loose draw. Uh, number five is bite or scrape. Um, I do that with Neanderthal sometimes. Yep, fingernail. A little fingernail scrape, yep. you know, makes it, you know, do, you know if you don't have a cutter. If you have enough nails, which I don't right now, you can do a pinch on those yeah. too. Yeah, and yep. just, Bite would be tough because you got to get over to that shoulder. And a lot into of that shoulder, right? A lot of the cig- your teeth. Really. Oh yeah, a lot of the cigars that have like pigtails too, or or like some sort of finished cap, um, have the ability just to be twisted. Um, sometimes they'll even like market it as like a feature. Um, number four, uh, scissors or a knife. You know, you can cut the cap and kind of pry it back. And 
when I don't have a razor available, I use my knife for the Neanderthals oh, yeah. oh, yeah. and just carve out a rough circle, you know, but it gives you a bigger opening than a punch hole. Oh, you carve it out in, into the top? Yeah, I do. Oh, okay. I do. I usually just go right around the edge and kind of try to pop it off like no, a soda can. No. Oh, that's I interesting. I with those, mm. sometimes you'll, uh, the cap will start to come away. You're right. If you take that. It does. I just go... Uh, Here's an example right yeah, there. Yeah, it's perfect. <laughs> That's a good idea. Well, I, I saw online a buddy of mine had the um, really thick uh, punch cut, like a really thick. Yeah. And he would use it on the SGP, and it only had like a like a micromillimeter of of um, tobacco on the outside. That's really effective. Yeah. Right. And it my my punch is my emergency go to, mm -hmm. but I might do you know four overlapping punches oh, for sure. or something like that. Oh yeah. That. Did I say number three was punch? No, is we're that getting what there. That's it. That okay. was my segue. Excellent. You, so you called attention. It was still a segue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Number two is um, Jonathan's favorite. Jonathan likes to do it. And it's actually kind of a handy thing um, to differentiate your cigar. Not a lot of guys do it. Not everybody does it. V-cut. Yep. Yeah. V-cut. V-cut. You know, back in the day, I'm an old timer. The V's weren't deep enough, mm. but mm. now there's yeah, at least the two v very good V-cutters. I should have brought one up here. I was, I was going to bring one up. It is the call. best. Yeah. It really is, because yeah, I agree with I you. I like the Calibri. Yeah. I think Zykar updated theirs to the point the where v, it's yeah. a, a deeper V, but the Calibri's the go-to yeah. for sure. I like, oh, I apologize. I like the SV-cut. It, it's got both. Um, mm -hmm. Jonathan has it, and he marks his cigar yeah. by cutting it on It's good, Tandy. Um, You're all smoking it, the same although, thing. Although uh, a thin wrapper That's is, a big cutter, though. It is. It's, it's more you of it. You know, you get both, but it's bulky in yeah, the pocket. You're limited on your, your type of cigar a little bit because if you have a thin wrapper, it's just going to destroy yeah. it. Their regular um, V-cut always looked so cool to me, the Calibri. Smaller ring gauges, not so well. No. Uh, yeah. I like torpedoes, though, because it kind of just takes a little notch out. Yeah. Yeah, although right. it's a little bit more work, I think, with a torpedo. Number one. I mean, it's kind of, but I'm going to build. It's kind of obvious. Straight cut. It's a straight cut. Of course, it's a straight cut. Many different things give you a straight cut. Even the scissors that I mentioned earlier, they have scissors designed for like cutting cigars, and those give you a straight cut. It's just cutting a straight, you know, what's it called? I, you know, bisect, right? You know, you just uh, yeah, cut it straight. Bisect, yeah. You know, you don't cut any notches, and yeah. and and honorable. There's, there's really like like you said, there's honorable mentions. There's ways to get it done. Barry, I don't think ever has cut a cigar. He bites them all. There's little match techniques, or if you got something else that you do, that's great. But those are the top five. What do you think? Yeah, that works. Solid, right? Yeah. I mean, you know, it's cigar related. Yep. Listen, sometimes desperate times call, call for yeah. desperate. I mean, I'm running out of stuff here. There's, there's some uh, brands that do a little uh, flap that you can just pinch I off. like that. I like no. that a lot. And the, I like that um, with the um, band. Um, it is, the oh. uh, Recluse. Excellent. You know how many times I lose my dimes when I try to get the band off? And I'm like trying to take a picture? Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. It's bad. So I like one of them's a little primed. Uh, you and your dimes. It's so good, man. It, the group's going great. Everybody's having know, a good time. I, I feel like I can't participate. I mean, Ed, I, well, Ed, we'd love to have you there. I'm not trying no, to. I, you know, I, I'm a member of the group. Oh, all right. Working the board here. Yeah, it's tough. I can't let it go. Well, yeah. <laughs> you, you'd yeah, be, you know, your responsibility is to the equipment yep. and to keeping it not 
broken. I yeah. got to I mean, prioritize. I, I, I get stressed when it's like it's too long. Is I'm like I'm not going to hold on to it. Like yesterday, I posted one. It was like a couple mm. inches, maybe an inch and a half. So and, and the, beyond that, I'm like oh, I just can't even right. enjoy myself. And if you're in your car, the last thing you want is premature ashulation. Sure. Well, first of all, you shouldn't be trying to take pictures while you're driving anyway. Yeah, don't do so that. So please, I've seen a couple of them, and I'm like wanting right. to say something because I see people driving like, I know. on the commute. It's like, but you might, you know, be trying to keep the ash yep. until you stop to take a, a picture idea. and you experience premature ashulation. I like you, I like that term. I'm on board with yeah, that. I, <laughs> we I made that up the other <laughs> no, day. No, you did oh, yeah. I was like, did you just come yeah. up with that? Yeah. That's good. I like yeah. it. Yeah, because that's what it is. That's, it's all over you and it's not, not good luck. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's, like it's, too much it's a mess. It is. It is. You know what? But what you got to, I guess the technique is kind of just to take time-lapse things like go one and then every so often as you take and a couple puffs. And then eventually puffs, it just drops on you. It'll drop and then you take the last picture and then you put it, you put it on and there. You're covered and, in ash. Yeah. Want to go uh, to a break? Oh, here, here's one from a listener. Ooh. I use a sharpened Smith & Wesson 500 cartridge. Yeah. And oh, I've seen a lot of what, people hey, do yeah, that. That's pretty cool. Yeah. And then you can go different calibers <laughs> for, yeah. for different ring gauges. You can gauges. have a whole lineup. The That's punch cool. cutter that I mentioned that the, the guy was using for um, the Neanderthal HN and the SGP was a sharpened cartridge. He had done himself. That's what it was another cool part of it. Very cool. Yeah, there's a lot of creative ways to, to get it done. Uh, so I've had an incident here with my cigar. Well, you got a tunnel? Well, it just kind of went up on the side. It was burning underneath the wrapper. That uh, happened to him right under my earlier. finger. Yep. And it, like it burned my finger, and then there's a little hole. It's, I've already caught up it's to it now. It's just underfilled. But yeah, underfilled, exactly. And so it, it was a little burn hole that was starting. Can you show it on the camera for people? Because uh, I posted a picture on the group earlier. It happens from time to time. You'll see a little I run. I got that view. Okay, but so. I don't know where it is. right there. Uh, if and you, so right where it dips down. Yeah. Um, it just kind of—it's a run. It, yeah, you know it, what it, it's a it's run, but it started out as a little burn, like hole that yep. was separate from the burn mm -hmm. line, and well, so and it burned my finger too. So it went even beyond that, underneath the wrapper, wow. underneath so the uh, band. Yeah, tunnel done. Yeah, and that that affects the flavor severely yeah. too. You notice yep. it right away with the yes, taste. Yes, it started getting but, bitter and. Mm -hmm. yeah. The I can identify you right away as a stacker. I'm going to call it just the way you hold the cigar. Well, I've been doing it more like that lately. And uh, my buddy Don Cook over in Nashville gave me a hard yeah, time for it. He's like, you look a, like an idiot. The guy's a stacker. They all walk around. Like, 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 Why is everybody doing that nowadays? You guys look like idiots. He's an old school guy. He's funny. <laughs> he's not wrong. Charles no. Townie. He's, he's a townie. not wrong. No, he's not. No, I don't even, I don't even, I don't even debate him It is him what it is. Oh, man. All Too right. much. Yeah, let's go to a break. Uh, we'll come back and we'll continue smoking this Hoya de Monterrey from Cuba. Hello, cigar aficionados. This is Klaus Kellner from Davidoff Cigars. I invite you to taste the elements with Davidoff Escurio, Nicaragua, and Yamasa. From water comes originality. Savor the sweet and spicy originality of the Davroff Escurial tobaccos born by the rains of Bahia, Brazil. From fire comes intensity. Enjoy the bittersweet aromas and fiery intensity of the Davroff Nicaragua. From earth comes complexity. Taste the earthy flavors and complex spices that are unique to the red soil of the Yamasa region in Dominican Republic. Only Davroff Master Blenders could take the power of nature and blend it into a range of exceptional cigars. Each element making each cigar a unique experience. Water, fire, earth. Flavors that have risen from the very world itself. I hope you enjoy them as much as I do. Davidoff Cigars. Cigar adventures to a wider world.
looking for a mild cigar? Don Rafael is just that, solidly constructed, and it offers up a mellow experience that holds a ton of universal appeal. This is just one of the reasons for Don Rafael's enormous success. Looking to get your friend into smoking cigars? The Don Rafael cigar is absolutely the right choice. The brand originally set out to outdo the competition, but for the price, there is no competition. You can't beat Don Rafael, it outsells them all. Don Rafael can be enjoyed any time of the day, all day, and cigar after cigar. The Don Rafael has a smooth, mellow aroma that will not linger. Draped in a seamless golden brown Connecticut wrapper, Dominican long fillers, and a Dominican binder complete the blend. Expect earthy notes with some hints of cedar throughout. And as far as quality everyday blends go, for a mild cigar smoker, it doesn't get more satisfying than this. Remember this, Don. Don Rafael. Stepping into the aging room has a new meaning at Aging Room Cigars, as Rafael Nodal has traveled to Spain, where the idea for Aging Room Solera was born. The Solera method of aging has been used for centuries in the making of wine, sherry, brandy, and rum. The method mixes different vintages, allowing them to age together. For Aging Room Solera, Rafael takes several tobacco vintages and puts them in bales, where they age together for another 12 to 18 months. This allows the tobaccos to marry for a longer period of time. At the end of the aging process, Aging Room Solera becomes a balanced and complex cigar with a fantastic price point. Aging Room Solera, it will have you calling for an encore. Bohemian is the original Brazilian big ring gauge cigar with the unfinished foot, curly-tailed head, and value, value, value. There is a Brazilian reasons to buy and smoke Bohemian, and here are just a few. Created in the Cuban tradition, this lush, dark Brazilian Maduro leaf surrounds a five-year-old Sumatra binder with Dominican and Nicaraguan well-aged long filler leaves. So, what should you expect from a Bohemian? A departure from the conventional. A flavorful journey into a sweet, nutty, almost caramel finish. Bohemian, the original, unconventional cigar. Take the journey. Stay tuned for more of The Ashholes. On the United Podcast Network. When was the last time you experienced something for the first time? Curiosity drives discovery. Discover exceptional tobaccos aged to perfection with Balmoral Inejo XO. Born from passionate curiosity, Balmoral invites you to discover the optimal balance of sophisticated complexity and smoothness. Each meticulously crafted, extensively aged Inejo XO cigar blend is the result of a relentlessly global search for the top 5% of select premium tobaccos available including our exclusive signature Brazilian Mata Norte. Crowned with a sun-grown Brazilian Arapiaca wrapper, Balmoral Añejo XO embraces your palate with complex notes of cedar, cacao, and peppery spices that finish with a smooth, underlying natural sweetness. We invite you to discover and experience Balmoral Añejo XO today. I know. Yeah. And we're back live in the Jose Dominguez Cigar Studio. And you got a nice little cough in your ear, thanks to Mike. Sorry about that, guys. We're I re- smoking the real Cuban Hoya de Monterey. 
it's delicious. It really is. It's a good taste, but it's the same as it was when I lit it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's actually burning really well. I've been I've been happy with the ones that I, I did get. Um, I haven't had any issues with mine, but I have had issues in the past. Um, you know, so that's a real thing. Yeah, um, you have to worry about it. Same out. as it ever was. Yeah, sure. <laughs> I had one like my buddy Bo, um, who's a regular customer here, works somewhere else. Um, came <laughs> when we were on, you know, went on a trip, you know, to go visit this cigar place, and uh, I had this one cube, and I was waiting to smoke forever. Mm-hmm. It, it had been in my collection <laughs> since it started. I, I know where this story is <laughs> yeah. going. Oh it's my like, god. Oh, no. Three hours I spent trying to smoke it, and it would have been, if it lit and smoked, it would have been like an hour and a half, two hours cigar. Yeah. Three yeah. hours I spent trying to fight through the thing. I just won't do it anymore. So right? Yeah. yeah. It's, let it it's, go. It's not worth it because it's just that, it's that roll of the dice, you know? Yeah. It was special. It was something that I had passed over many times and smoked better cigars because mm-hmm. I'm like, this one is special. Like, and now looking but back on it, it, wasn't it special. was not special. That's the point. Nope. Put it down and move on. Yeah. I mean, it's hard to, to hype up a cigar that you haven't had before. When mm. you, if you don't know what it's going to be like, I mean, just the hype that you're putting on it yourself is going to kind of ruin the experience. Do you know where I it's find... It's not always going to be that good. Right. Do you know where, you know, a lot of people come in and, and they said, oh, I had this Cuban that I had on vacation. Um, you know, it was the best <laughs> thing in the world. Yeah. Oh, and, yeah. and then like... You, you say like, oh, well, you know, you were on a beach, you know, like it was probably, you know, like that enters into it. So a lot of times when mm-hmm. these people are on vacation. Yeah, this beautiful scenery. Right, it's a know, great time. Salt air. Usually you can sniff out 95% of the fakes by asking, how much did you pay for mm-hmm. it? Exactly, yep. Or where did you get it? Yeah, on the beach from the some beach? guy with yeah. the beads? Mm, nope. Did no, it have a glass really. top? Yeah. Um, yep. There's, yeah, there's a but lot. Even it's it's the dollar one that gets the most. Yeah, you know? I mean, there's there's ways to identify fakes on the beach is almost definitely a fake. Um, I mean, you can familiarize yourself with the labels. Usually, it's going to say Cohibo or Bihike, and there's the forgeries that, that are there's way of spotting it. But really, yeah, it's gotten to the point now that like yeah. even some of the the fakes that they're doing are are from China, and mm-hmm. and well, a lot of them, not all of them, in China, you know makes great fakes like yeah. that's that's yeah, like it's the labels really they no, have no it, intellectual yeah. property laws over there or if they do they don't enforce them so <laughs> they steal like those bins and they produce them in a, in a professional way so they're made to fool everybody you know well and the people who buy them in cuba outside of the government stores are getting cuban cigars mm-hmm. they're just not real mm-hmm. and very often in cuba Better. the hotel staff uh, they covet Empty boxes, oh, so yeah. you could yeah. easily buy yeah. completely real packaging, mm-hmm. yeah, but fake cigars yeah, in it. Just always check your. Yeah, when the hotel sells, they take the boxes and th- yeah. those get filled Go up to with a real retailer. I mean, these people are really poor, so that's that, that's a that's that's cool. Like that's a little thing and, that you find out. You know, you still might get something that tastes good, but you don't know what's in no. it. Yeah, floor I've cut things, one open. You know, I've cut one open because dirt. I knew it was a fake. We could tell right from the band. Yep. Occasionally, they'll put band, fake bands on Dominican cigars that are really good, um, and so you won't know the difference. But this one was, You'll be was, lucky if that's just the case. But, yeah. You're really lucky Let because me, when I cut it open, I found hair. I found all sorts of stuff, like twine, a lot of twine. Yeah, because they just- It was literally, literally floor sweepings. Yeah, they scraped it Let straight me, off the uh, floor. Let me ask you an etiquette question sure. because I'm sure it's happened oh, to I know each of us. Been mm-hmm. offered a fake cigar? Well, when somebody <laughs> gifts you- yeah, a fake cigar. Mm-hmm. Do you say anything other than thank you? Say thank you. you. Don't yeah, smoke so, it right there. So you 
you do. It depends on the relationship. Well, entirely. it depends. Yeah. For me, it depends on whether I think they'll do it again. Right. Yes. Then I'll educate them. 100%. If it's sort of a one-off, they were on vacation, mm-hmm. then I'm yeah, grateful like, they thought of me. I'm not going to hey, smoke hey, it. This person likes cigars. I'll get them. You yeah. want, yeah, and, and that's the thought. That's yeah. an, that's a nice nice way to put it too, because you got to want to protect them for the future. Um, but you also, so like, they're not going to buy anything ever again. If they just have, I had a coworker at my old job at Boston financial said, Mike, I got, I, she found out I smoked cigars. She's like, Mike, I got a good one for you. My, <laughs> my husband got these Cubans from my son. He brought them back, whatever. <laughs> Next day at work, she really did have a Cohiba on my desk. Mm-hmm. I this is the one that I cut open and found yep. all the hair and stuff oh, inside God. it. Um, I, I looked son. at it right away <laughs> and then I'm like, do I tell her, um, you know what I mean? And she asked me the next day, oh, how was it? And I wasn't going to tell her. So, I mean, because I asked the question online. I said, do you tell? You don't look a gift horse in the mouth, mm-hmm. I think, is is the um, the thing. Yeah. Yeah, but you don't, you want to protect them from doing it in the future. So maybe in a nice way, you're going to say, oh, those cigars were excellent. But I did find out they were actually Dominican. They were made, you got to like find a creative mm-hmm. way to say that yep. the cigars were really good. But... Right. In the future, make sure you only go to the Habano yep, shop. Yep. Make sure you only get the ones that have no cellophane on them that aren't from behind the counter. Right. Don't yeah. buy anything with a glass top nope. box. No, nope. <laughs> don't, don't buy them. any no. premium cigar with the cellophane unless they're the really small ones. My mm-hmm. friend was even tricked in an actual Habano shop. Um, he had some cigars. I like the one of the Monte Cristo number twos. He went up to buy me a couple singles that he got off the shelves. The guy said, "I have a five pack. Will be less money." So they don't come in a five pack. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> he's like, okay, I'll take them. I mean, because that's just something you don't yeah. like. You, you trust a cigar. I mean, yeah. think of it as like you wouldn't have like a, a candy bar that had right. like, oh, the label's a little off. Oh, well, I'll just trust it anyway. Uh, I don't know, it, man. Uh, just, the other one I've seen people that don't smoke quite cigars, a bit of is people will give me. A limited edition that never existed. Yes. <laughs> There's like, quite a few that, of them out that's, there. That's pretty limited. This is a limited edition And one. it's the wrong brand, yeah. and it's the wrong yeah. size, yeah. and it's no wrong These year. These don't like, exist. This is amazing. Yeah, wow. Well, yeah. You got the one-off of the one-offs. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, this is, and I, what would I would say is that, obviously, you know, if you're, if you're abroad and they're, they're available, you know, you want to try them to say you, you've tried a Cuban, mm-hmm. but what I, I would say, like, just do your research. Yep. Um, be Go to a edu- retail location. Exactly. You know. Go to a Habano's retail location if you're abroad and because the ones you get for discount, they're fake. Yeah. Expect to pay a lot of money. Right. They're yeah. expensive cigars. They're expensive. Yeah. Do the research real ones on, are expensive. on what yeah. they cost. It's better not to try to get a deal. There are getting, no deals. Right. Getting a fake yep. Cuban, even if it tastes good, is not a deal. No. Nope. You go there for the real thing. Well, and, you, know, you know what time it is? Time for Old Fat Freddy? Yes. No deals. Time once again to get delighted with Old Fart Freddy. Brought to you by Cuban Delight Cigars. This is Old Fart Freddy, and if you know me, you know I was delighted with the good old days when life was simpler and cheaper. What do you want, a trophy? Seems everybody does nowadays. You finish kindergarten, you get a trophy. You come in second, you get a trophy. You can even come in dead last and get a trophy. What's the story? The mayor's brother owned a trophy company or what? There's something going on here, and I don't like it. I'm cheap, so I love Cuban Delight Cigars, a perfectly good everyday cigar handmade in the Dominican Republic from the pieces left over from the high-end cigars. For a quick buck, I can enjoy a Cuban Delight. Cuban Delight Cigars. Nice. We should get Freddie a, a trophy just for being himself. <laughs> He's know? the man. Just, just for showing up and... <laughs> well, today's my, today's my favorite day of the week at work. Um, 
by far. But when I get to work with him on the weekends, it's it's right up there too. Because <laughs> you know, it's, you know, today I get to get paid to smoke yeah. a cigar. Yeah, like, but this is what I'm getting. Spared. When you work with Freddie, he's just he, a delight. <laughs> you got to pay attention with Freddie. He is low key funny, and he and he does it like he, there's no punchline with him. No, when somebody sometimes tells you a joke it's that they dry, think is funny, arid sense yep. of humor, and yeah. you don't get it until two seconds later when you walk away, like what did he say? Wait, what's oh that? man, like <laughs> I just go back to him, like and he just got that. Smirk the funniest on his face. thing he's he ever funny. said to me was. Well, you know, I used to be a people person. <laughs> After I stopped laughing, I said, yeah, I didn't know you then. <laughs> yeah, how long have you known him? For like ever, right? Uh, For a long well, time. Well, since he worked across the street. Long time. Wow. Yeah, wow. that was... Jeez. Uh, yeah, no, if you get a chance, go over to the National Location, anybody. Um, I think that's like one of those trips, if you're a cigar lover, to go to the Nashua store mm. and to witness that humidor... With it's all huge. of that inventory, yeah. is it's well, it's and it's amazing. funny. People are blown away by the one here in Salem, and then you yeah, go to say, "Well, no, this is a little one." <laughs> yes. I know they're like, "Wow, they did say you guys have a lot of cigars." I'm like, "That's this isn't really where we." I don't want to put us down. <laughs> I work here three days a week, so I'm like, "Yeah, it's really cool though." But no, we have need, but we have great inventory and inventory control. I mean, how many times has somebody come in and said? Okay, I want four boxes of these, and you're like, "Oh, we I got them." Ch- I was like, "There's there. no way we have them," and we <laughs> yeah. and then there's four box, there's five boxes. <laughs> yeah, there's right. a box ready to put out for the singles. It's amazing, whatever system they got going on, man. They know what they're doing. Mm-hmm. You know, Ed does Catch a great you. job. Yeah, not yeah. me, the real Ed, the real, the real Ed. Ed. Oh yeah, sorry, yeah. Ed Santa Maria. <laughs> he's the buyer. He's the guy that kind of he's the straw, uh, the straw that stirs the drink. I would say here. Yeah. So, yeah, he yeah, really is. Dave been here longer than anybody else, right? Dave kind of is the guy that you know. You know, handles it too with Ed. Ed's the guy that gets stuff done. I like working for him because I know even if Jonathan and I have our differences, I go over there on Friday and <laughs> I'll tell Ed and I'm like, "Oh, Jonathan did that." And I'm just kidding. I don't know. <laughs> it's um, well, yeah, it's a good, it's no, a good squad over there in Nashua. It really is. Uh, I mean, yeah, everybody nice a nice place to sit down. All of our locations are, but yeah. over in Nashua, I work there on Fridays and Saturdays. Nice artwork on the outside. Now. And we got some <laughs> in all of the locations too. And I'm not just gassing this up. We have some of the nicest regulars, mm-hmm. like oh, yeah. right, like guys that. The reason I'm kind of part of this is because everybody was outgoing, and yeah. they, Bo, you know, I met him over in two, over in Nashua. Yeah, nobody is, uh, you know, stuck no, looking at you funny, yeah. like, what's he doing well, here? No, you're I've, welcome. I've it's been not a club, to those you know? types of shops mm. in other cities wow. where you walk yeah. in and you? you feel like an yep. intruder, you know? Yeah. They, they stare at you the whole time. Oh, yeah. I mean, I get the, you know, if you're kind of doing loss prevention. But it's the customers that are looking oh, yeah. at you too. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah you, you sit down and they all just glare. glare mm-hmm. like you're sitting there. Huh? That's what I do like about this. Uh, like even even here in Salem, but especially my buddies in Nashua, Bob oh. and all those guys. You know, um, they're great. You yeah. sit down. Hey, how's it going today? I'm Bob or whatever. You know, like, but yeah, it's great. And you get that. You can't get that online. You know what I mean? No, like, no. you can have a social cigar group, and Stack and Dimes group is great. You get to meet, <laughs> no, you get to yeah, meet yeah. like good guys on the group. You talk and interact or whatever. But there's nothing like if being that kind of thing, you know? Right, <laughs> right, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. assumed. Yeah. What do you think? You want to rate this? Yeah, I think. Should, yeah, should right. we rate it? Yeah, 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 yeah why, not? why not? Gotta rate it. I mean, Tony V said at the beginning of the show that we always apply a Nationals rating. So, yeah. gotta follow right. through when the man Tony it's V says official, official Nationals rating. And actually, what's good about being a petite robusto, is we smoked a lot of it so yeah. far, and, and it burned pretty, pretty nice. I'm torn on. I this am too, man. You know, I gotta... because I, I'm used to more complexity, but I like. I, like I really the love the flavor mm-hmm. of this. Mm-hmm. I love and it. 
So for me, if the Cuban cigars came to the U.S., it would be an occasional change of pace for, mm-hmm. thing for me. When I want that flavor, there's one place you can go for that flavor. But if I'm stacking it up against the best, it's not necessarily for me. Mind you, have, you, it's a 2003 as well. Right. So several yeah. years of age on this too. And listen, this one could just as easily have not given me such a good smoking right. experience. Mm-hmm. But for this cigar, as I smoke it, I, I think it's a solid 90. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Solid. Uh, so I did have some burn issues. Uh, yeah, me too. You know, it was underpacked, burned my finger, which does not help in any case. Uh, the flavor before that point was was good. I enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. Um, but a- you know, after that, after it burned my finger, the flavor just kind of took a dive. It got really charred. Yeah, in tunnels, it does that, man. Yeah, it I stinks. mean, but before that, you had some nice chocolate and mm-hmm. some f- uh, floral notes and all that stuff. Uh, so. Because of the problems, I'm going to have to go 85. Probably would have been 90 if it didn't oh, have right. the, the burn so, issues. But. No, but, oh. and I, I think this is an interesting point. We're mm. going to see a much bigger spread yep. sure. than we normally have even amongst the three of us. Because mm-hmm. our experiences are very different. Just very the different cigar itself. Yeah. from cigars that came from the exact same box. That's right? crazy. And you know, these are from my personal humidor. Mm-hmm. So there's a reason I have these. I like them. Yeah. yeah. So and, and definitely, I, if it was if I didn't have any burnishes, it would get a higher score. I got a ninety-two. So, yeah. Um, yeah. It's it's a cigar that I found flavor wise, I like, and when it, I've had issues, trust me on these, but yeah. um, but when when they burn, I like them, um, and they do some really good smaller cigars. I think some of this special edition is BS. I don't like the fact that. It has to be a special edition for you to get aged tobacco. I mean, I don't like that. I don't like waiting yeah, on my cigars. It's like standard for most other no, companies. No, but know? this particular <laughs> cigar right now has no burn issues, and, and it's the flavor that I know. Yeah. So yeah. going 92. All right. So that brings it to an 89. All right. Which I think is fair. That's fair, but yeah. Again, mm-hmm. I think it's interesting. I don't think we ever saw as much as a seven-point spread before. Yeah. No, because one person, like, you know, you get the... Experience will vary. Yeah. And that's, you can put that on a disclaimer on any Cuban cigars. That's crazy. Will vary. Same pack. Yeah, you know, right next in to In three other. different... I saw your issues, and it's not made up. It's burnt all the way down, it, and, it, you know, it kind of ran down the side. So yeah. that's crazy. And it burnt but, my finger. So it's personal now. <laughs> well, I did sense some anger issues there. <laughs> Yeah, but overall, you know, I'd say like, you know, the mystique, once people get past that, once people try something like a Nicaraguan with just as much yeah, flavor. It's very different more, from Nicaraguans, Dominicans. You can't get it anywhere else. The problem so, is when people, yeah, people think like, oh, have you ever had a real Cuban or da da da? Like, that's not the epitome. So when I say I don't like Cubans, it's not because I can't get them, it's because mm-hmm. I don't choose them. Yeah. Every once in a while, yeah, you're away. Mix it up, you know, it's something different. Do your research, guys. And Do not get tricked. <laughs> Listen, it was an easier choice in the mm. 90s. Other cigars mm-hmm. weren't as good as they are today, mm. and Cubans were better than they are today. Uh, yeah. so. Because they were consistent. It is. Yep. <laughs> Other people took a dive for production. Issues. Exactly. Do yeah. your research, guys, because like, it's important. That if you want Aroma Craft, you can literally go into any store and not have to do your research, and more or less, you're going to get a good... Good experience. Uh, as long as it's if you yeah. like, you, you know, know how many I smoke. Yeah, yeah. six uh, boxes, I, all of them. <laughs> I never had one that presented a big yeah, problem. Never had an issue. Yeah. I've had, you know, some burns were not dead even, but we're talking minuscule yeah. 
minuscule a temporary issue that the, corrects itself. The yeah. differences in the thickness of tobacco ver- yeah. from that versus this. This is thin stuff. Yeah. And and you have to you know if you have well, if Cubans, you don't have it stored right, you get a lot more splitting and something important. Right. If you bring them home, do not put well. Don't you can put them in your regular <laughs> humidor too, but you really want to keep these lower. I, you want to keep them low sixties. Um, I, I typically 63, went sixty-two 64. or yeah. three yeah. on Cubans. Um, only a little higher on other cigars. Sure. Yeah. I want to pull them from the humidor, and I yeah. like to smoke them, you know, with thicker leaves especially. Exactly, yeah. they got to be lower. I like them more 64, I think, my yeah. humidor was last time I It checked. gets so better if you just have to keep lighting it like that. So, you know, it's, yep, right. it's right. You Which want that Which is another low. thing we should talk about in a future episode. All right. Yeah, is well, is we'll the 7070 thing a myth oh, my God, because it is. of propylene glycol? Yeah. Yeah, because it was convenient. Yeah. yeah, well, we'll, we'll get into high. this next week. So. <laughs> All right, <laughs> yeah, this was a fun episode, man. I, I, we should do stuff like this, you know, more often. This yeah. is pretty cool. Yeah. All right. Well, you've been listening to the asshole broadcasting live from the Jose Dominguez Cigar Studio. You can download or share this episode or any past episode at UnitedPodcastNetwork.tv. Check it out. Check out some other podcasts, and we'll see you next week. Stack some dimes, guys. The views and opinions expressed by the hosts, guests, or callers of this program do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, the United Podcast Network, its partners or affiliates.